Um, so I uh, went to the store like this. Without, without. No, no, you with, didn't. Without the sunscreen. <laughs> oh gosh. And, and the and the lipstick, but I was wearing a jacket, like a little sweater zip up jacket thing, and. It, and the shirt's like really long because, right, it's supposed to be a swimsuit cover. And the I tucked it into my shorts and then wore like a zip up sweater. But the zip up sweater that I wore, the zipper like will just oh, come God. down naturally. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought I was fine. And I got home and I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, man, like it looked like I was purposely trying to show my cleavage. <laughs> You're like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. So, by the way, for those of you that can't see, Amy is wearing one of those like beach shirts that you get from a tourist shop that has boobs, like a swimsuit on it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Swimsuit cover up, whatever. Swimsuit cover up. I look, I look so hot. I got to pick like the, what type of, like they had so many options for the swimsuit pattern. It's nice. Did you like buy that online? Yeah. I I want. You'll see, because I'm Miss Frizzle of True Crime. That's why. All right, all right. I'll go with it. Yeah. I'll bite. Uh, No, I won't. That's weird. (laughs) So I have a question for you. Okay, shoot. Oh, this is our podcast, What's With The Neighbors, blah, blah, blah. You know the spiel. If you don't know by now, then um, you should probably try listening to the past 105, 106 episodes. And also, sit back and relax and... Enjoy the show. <laughs> okay, so here's my question for you. All right. And I actually stole this from another podcast that I've been listening to. And it's you something that thief. they do. I know. It's something that they do every week and I really like it. And I was like, dang it, that's such a good idea. Um what is something that's what is something scary that happened to you this week? Like anything it could be uh, i sold my yeah. house yes i was expecting it's a to very <laughs> sold my house and now we don't own it but we still live in it because we're renting it and it's terrifying but the people that we sold it to the person that we sold it to is super nice and super laid back so i don't know why i'm so nervous like he came and brought us a big bottle of champagne too oh yeah that was nice of him. What? What? I don't think. I don't think there's anything else scary. Oh, yeah. I wish. I really want to take on that concept, but I also don't want to steal it from them. If we're what? admitting that we're stealing, asking if anything scary happened to you that week. That's a good idea. Like, but yeah, don't. Week. Yeah, no, don't. We can't. <laughs> what about you? Um. So a couple things. Uh, what? Uh, I was gonna say you realized you were wearing a shirt that was not showing your cleavage, that, but showing your cleavage yes, out in public. That was, that was a little scary. <laughs> uh, I got in a not an argument with my husband, but we got like we had to talk about like hard things yesterday, and um, oh, you hate it, those, yeah, and like oh, so it was scary because sorry, I gotta take these off. They're like. Fogging up. Um, 
it was scary because I was, I had such a bad panic attack that I threw up. That's never happened before. That's really bad. Yeah, I was like, kept you did not gagging. tell me about this. I know I was going to tell you last night, but then I was like, wait, I have this conversation. That was yesterday. We, I made an appointment with a therapist. So that's ex- kind of scary too. And we are so, sponsored by BetterHelp, just so you guys yes, know, speaking of. Yes, we are. And uh, so I got an appointment with a therapist. I see them sometime. I forgot. And uh, Rick called a counselor at the church to get us in with them, too, for marriage Oh, good. Counseling. Good. Yeah. Oh, um, that's good. I'm proud of you. Good job, Thank buddy. You. We were just talking about wanting to do therapy, not us, but like I, I, Josh says he's scared of therapy. Um, and he said he could never see himself because we were watching a show and he's like, I could never see myself doing therapy. And I was like, I really want to do therapy. I was like, I just have to Mm -hmm. like grunge up the courage to do it. It takes a lot of courage to do that step. Is this fish? No, they're my sharks. Those are cute. Shark week. Shark bait. Hoo-ha. It is. Hoo-ha. It is really scary, man. I've I came to a lot of realizations about myself when I did go to therapy before, and I really liked it. And I was like, it's, they were like asking about my childhood, and I was like, I didn't have a traumatic childhood. I was like pretty. Boiled, like I like growing up, like looking at other people and knowing other people's history and stuff like that. Like, I had a pretty awesome childhood, you know. Is that I'm like a standard to... question that they ask? Yeah, they get in. They want to because, like, out... I wouldn't want to like just automatically be like, "Oh yeah, blah 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 blah." And this happened, and da da Poor for. me. You don't have to, but it's just like, it's basically just like having a conversation. They ask you a lot of screening questions to try to get a basis of where you're at. And like, you don't have to share it right away. You're like, I'm not ready to share that or, but therapy also isn't supposed to be like a poor woe is me thing if you don't want it to be. Right, right. It's just just like a cleansing type of thing almost. Yeah, so I think you should. It's like do a friend it. you can vent to. Yes, yes, it, that's exactly it. I, that's where I realized that I didn't want to be friends with one of my friends because she was super toxic, and I realized like I had a real. I already. She's knew talking it, but... about me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I think you know, check out BetterHelp, everybody. <laughs> so, BetterHelp slash neighbors. Yes, I think. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to go first. Okay, yes, I was planning on you going first because I have a pizza to eat. Okay. Oh, you want to hear how I made my pizza? Yeah. I use Cheddar Bay Biscuit. It's a gluten-free Cheddar Bay Biscuit. And then my dad made it for us whenever we were in Florida. And he got, like, the Cheddar Bay Biscuit dough, and then he put it down, and then he made, like, the pizza sauce on it and everything. It's yeah. really good. Cheddar it's really yummy. Bay B-A-Y? Yeah, like from all uh from Red Lobster. Oh, yeah, they have a gluten-free version of those. Yeah, that sounds yummy, Brie. It's really yummy. It's very good. 
Okay, so we have a next door post and it is titled Naked Neighbors. Hey guys. Sorry, when I go like this, it the shimmer from my sunscreen glares until it looks like I get a bump on my nose. Or like a reflector on your face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Sorry. What is that straight line running down the street? She's bouncing. <gasps> something. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. We can't move on from something scary that happened. Okay. Okay. So that's what I was going to sh- originally share with you, but something really scary happened today with Tony, your son. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my mom walked to the mailbox and um, it's like two, three houses down in a subdivision. So like- yeah. Okay. Um, so she walked to the mailbox and she heard these like really loud sounding like a baby was crying or like a really angry cat. She heard two of them and she's like, what the heck? Like what's going on? Um, and so she decided, she's like, I think I need to investigate this. Cause some, like, it sounds like two cats are fighting oh, and I need to, I need to figure it out. So one two three four five houses away tony she didn't realize it was tony she's like i think it's tony but like that cat looks way too fluffy to be tony so she comes he's back all and puffed she, up yeah so she comes back and tells me and i run out there and sure enough it's tony and he's got his arch backed and his fur was all fluffy and his tail was big and he was yelling at this other cat and I've never heard him make these sounds. <laughs> it was so scary. And he sounded like a demon was possessing him. I picked him up and he was still like meowing oh. and he, he was so mad. And he ended up like he had to have like sprayed himself because he his tail and his behind was wet. So I had to give him a bath and I felt so bad for him. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh, Tony! What he was like, wilding. Do y'all so. let him out? No, he. So we figured out my mom's. Uh, do, uh, she has a door to the backyard, and sometimes, like, it automatically shuts, but sometimes it will latch all the way. And she's learned that he will. Try, test it he'll push it open and try to open it oh of course to see if it's if it's not latched and one time she saw him in the back this was last week she saw him in the backyard and she's like what the heck so she grows and grabs him and she follows him when she puts him back inside and he runs all the way down the hallway goes into her room and tr- and opens the door again <gasps> oh my gosh that little son of a biscuit yeah so we think that's might have how he got out oh my gosh so he's such a little sneak he will find a way out Uh, he will he's a butthead (laughs) so okay now we can move on naked neighbors (laughs) all All right what's your neighborhood story uh hey guys has anyone else seen the elderly couple who are walking the streets nude around 6 45 a.m every morning (gasps) I know when they're walking by because my dog starts going crazy. Please let me know if you know them or if you've seen them. I would like to join them, 
<laughs> will practice social distancing. It seems super liberating and fun as there aren't many people out at that time. Thanks. So <laughs> you want to join them? COVID Not because really they were complaining them. about them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like this was during quarantining and yeah. social really distancing. Bored. Yeah, a thousand percent. Uh, I have questions. Also, that's illegal. <laughs> unless you're so in a illegal. <laughs> Where's the naked couple that usually walks? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is too funny. Okay, so I am going to tell you about Action Park. Have what? I have no idea what Action Park is. Oh. Okay, I would kind of was expecting you to know what Action Park was. So No, I have no idea. That is so exciting. So between the years of 1970 and 1996, the place to spend hot Jersey summers was at a place known as Action Park. It was a high adrenaline, high stakes, and with low security and almost zero safety features. It was a park that allowed the writers to be in control of their own ex experience. It sounds like jackass. Kinda. Yeah. Um, in the sense of mixing high stakes rides with loads of alcohol and then hiring a bunch of teenage employees. Sounds like it was a park that allows the writers to be in control of their own experience. I have one question. Is this place still open? Yes. Oh my. Okay. Continue. Okay. It sort of. It sort of is open. So as a teenager, I would have been like, heck yeah, teenagers running the parks. That sounds awesome. But, you know, it does sound like the blueprint of one of, of, one of America's worst water, water parks. Action Park was founded by formerly Wall Street dealer Eugene Mulvaney. I almost started drawing. Mulaville, Mulvahill, Mulvahill. I practice and practice and practice this. Mulvahill, Eugene Mulvahill, after being caught up in an insane pump and dump scheme. Do you know what a pump and dump scheme is? I'm going to tell you. So a pump and dump scheme is a form of security frauds that involve artificially inflating the price of an owned stock through false and misleading positive statements in order to sell the cheaply purchased stock at a higher price. Okay. I didn't, I don't understand any of that. Neither I thought I. pump and dump was breast milk and feeding your baby. Yeah. And then, so that's what a pump and dump scheme is. Um, Action park was intended to be the theme park that all adults dream about. One that puts the visitors in control. He wanted it to, he wanted it to outdo Orlando's Disney World, uh, their, okay. wa <laughs> their water park uh, that had just opened up in 1977. The year before Action Park opened, its first attraction, the founder of SeaWorld, announced a new park. Um, and the Wet n Wild was born in Orlando, making it the place on the East Coast. And so that's why Mulvihill was like, nah, I need to make this bigger and better. Uh, so, and he wanted New Jersey to be the new East Coast destination for tourists. I thought um, Atlantic City was over there. I, yeah, but, like, n water parks were still, like, a new thing. 
I don't know, dude. All don't, right. I'm just telling you what he said. So, um, it was a great opportunity with huge potential. Uh, Hugh Hefner had also bought a casino and resort in Vernon also. So the small sleepy town was slowly starting to wake up. So when the considering, so when considering action park in its history, you have to keep in mind for one, this is a lawless, the lawless seventies and what the water park business was a very new field with very little structure rules or regulations that's terrifying yeah so there were no past parks to look at and learn mistakes from but mulva hill seemed to take that as a way to pave the road for future parks i was about to say well somebody has to be the first Someone somebody has, has to be, to be the, the reason for all the warning signs which is funny because like i don't think disney had any issues with their water park I'm sure there was accidents and stuff, but nothing like this, what you're about to hear. Oh. So, um, where was I? Uh, so, apparently, he didn't have very high standards um, when Mulva Hill first purchased the 67-plus acres that Action Park would be built on. Uh, it was known as Vernon Valley or also Great George Ski Resort in Sussex County, New Jersey. So he it originally was a ski park. Okay. Um he noticed immediately that the rev resort's revenue fell drastically during the summer. Obviously, because yeah, it's a right, ski. Yeah, it's ski. Park. Um Although the beautiful resorts still offered plenty of summer activities like fishing, hiking, and kayaking, its warmer months didn't attract a lot of visitors. And so he wanted to change that. Uh, and so through the next coming years, water attractions were built, built to entice the visitors to visit during the summer. Action Park was divided into three sections. The first section built was the Alpine Center. And so the first renovations were done. And the infamous Alpine Slide was born. A skate park and a bungee jumping tower also were briefly open in Alpine Center, but were forced to close due to poor design, which was a seemingly reoccurring theme for Action Park. Okay. You'll find out for the slide, as or as you'll find out for the slide, visitors would take the resort ski lift to the top of the mountain where they would slip down into wheeled sledded devices that rarely function properly and would take the joystick like a design to pull back on the brake and push forward to accelerate as if you need to accelerate anymore. Oh my gosh, going downhill. Going downhill. <laughs> um, the Alpine slide riders would then proceed to slide down 2,700 foot long track made of a mixture of cement, fiberglass, and asbestos, <laughs> which, I mean, no one knew it was bad yeah. back then. Yeah. But um, it's a water park, though, so most of the riders were in bathing suits doing this. Oh, one my park, gosh. One park goer described it as, quote, essentially a giant track to rip people's skin off that was designed, was designed, was was designed in disguise rather as a kid's ride, in quote. Oh, oh my gosh. So 
eventually the park designed a giant sign at the top of the slide that was covered in pictures of other riders, which were mostly children, who had ridden the slide and survived, but they were like covered in blood, skin was missing, teeth were knocked out. Um, the picture board warns you to keep hands and feet inside the writing device and to break when they see a sign of risk or inner injury. Although most of the breaks didn't work, but oh none my gosh. of that was enough to keep many of the 20,000 daily guests that would ride that ride. Oh my gosh. As the years went on, very little of the park was ever kept up or inspected for safety. So on the lakeshore, there was a rope swing that allowed you to swing like Tarzan and like go into a lake. Um, you started super high up on this platform and would swing down over the lake, lit the lake, and there was always like a super long line or spectators watching you do this. Um, sounds fun, right? Right. But the water was freezing, like. <laughs> 50 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit freezing. <laughs> um, many of the people either knew about it or they were new and they were unaware. And uh, the water also fed from a mountain freshwater spring. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, which also that means there was no chlorine. <laughs> I mean, it's it's probably still clean, though. If yeah, it's like a spring. It's like a filter. Yeah, or if it's, if it's moving, yeah. But I wouldn't think that a park would be allowed to do that. Back then, they could do whatever they wanted. I guess. It was the wild 70s. So, um, it was 50 to 60 d degrees Fahrenheit, even on a hot day. That's a good 30 degrees cooler than the other parts of the park. Oh, my one, gosh. <laughs> so, one man swung. And the shock of the water actually gave him a heart attack, and he died. Oh, my gosh. He was only 27 years old, Bree. Oh, my I gosh. Know. All in all the while, I can only imagine from watching the documentary, which there's a documentary. It's called Class Action Park. You need to watch it. It's hilarious. It's on What's Peacock. it on? Oh, Peacock. Okay. Okay. Um. So, from watching that documentary, apparently there was a lot of berating things that would go on. Um, like, if you had any issues while you were in the water, like, trying to get out or getting out of the water, um, the, the crowd was waiting in line watching you, and there's spectators watching you, and they would just, like, call you, like, you wimp, you can't handle the temperature, <laughs> you know, just Jersey in the 70s sounds oh my terrible, gosh. and I wouldn't want to be there. Jersey so, period sounds terrible. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like you have to have tough skin to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the t simple Tarzan swing was the cause of a lot of controversy, but because of the B rating. But one thing that even tops the Tarzan swing, it's the main thing that you see when you come into the park. Um, and if you see any pictures, this is like going to be the first thing that you see. Um, it's called the Cannonball Loop. Please guess what you think a cannonball loop is, Bree. I'm guessing you get shot out of something. Hold on. I want to see this. Oh. Action. Can I look it up? No. Okay. Yeah, you can look at a picture. You can look at a picture. 
Oh, God. <laughs> it's everything that I dreamed of. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> okay, so. Is that a slide? <laughs> That's a slide. So you know, your giant... body doesn't do that. That I won't know. work. <laughs> I know. So it's a giant slide that that went into an actual loop. Like you go down and you come up. It's like a loop-de-loop. And not it's not like, like a, a gradual loop, like where you like kind of curve into the loop. It is like a yeah. straight up, like all the way, like. 360 it, or not, 180 loop. It's a loop. vertical loop. It's a vertical loop. It's not a horizontal. Because, like, you could think of, like, a... a yeah, it's like, it's like a 180. Yeah. So, <laughs> um... Do they know that? That was a good one. Do they know that 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 that, that, that won't... I don't anyway. know. Okay. What so was the I'm water gonna... pressure? <laughs> so, I'm going to explain it. I'm going to explain it. Okay, yeah. So, uh... It's it's an actual loop, and then you then finally you are shot out if you get that far into a shallow pool of water. The loop's operations were sporadic, and it was constantly having to be redesigned, oh and only lasted a month before being shut down by the state advisory board. They're like, oh we God. can't have this. <laughs> <laughs> so, a funny story about this loop. This loop came up when Mul- Mulvahill drew it on a napkin because all good things come from an idea on a napkin. That is not, um, yeah, that is not a lie. That's true. He, but he's not an engineer. Right. He's not someone <laughs> that should be designing slides, period. He's like a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds fun. <laughs> So if you got enough speed and actually stuck to the slide and go all the way around, which as you can imagine, that's not what happens when you go around the slide and you get to the very top peak part of this loop. Your body just falls down. I was about to say, your ass is going to fall. You're you're just going to get stuck up on the top and go. So your body just (laughs) falls down and smashes against the other side. It's like a pinball. And then falls down the other side of the loop and bangs against the sides in whichever way. Oh, gosh. The slide is pitch black on the inside. So when you're standing at the top looking down, you can't even see anything. So when you're going down it, you have no idea what's happening. You don't even know when to brace yourself. You're getting slapped around against the walls (laughs) in the shallow water. You're getting beat to death when you go up that slide all of this sudden. And then all of a sudden your feet are up over your head and then bam. (laughs) So, So they actually put padding inside the loop at the top so that people wouldn't bang their bodies as hard. Um, But they would lose velocity and obviously gravity would pull them down at the top of the loop and it would, they would hit against the pad. Oh my gosh. The problem is though, Brie, is they were still hitting the pad so hard that it was knocking people's teeth out. Oh my gosh. Knocking people's teeth out. And so uh, Mulvahill was giving teenagers, like before he opened it to the public, he was giving 15, 14, 16 year olds $100 to test out the slide before he opened it. And this was after, let me, let me just make it a big point. 
that he was sending these teenagers down after he tried some test dummies on it and they were coming out dismantled they were coming out with their limbs off their head off their leg off and he's like you know what let's try it on some real kids i can just picture the test dummies that you see in the commercials for cars (laughs) going down the slide Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, of course, the kids, like, $100 in the 70s, that's a lot of money, right? So, of course, yeah. they're like, yeah, I'll get that. So, <laughs> to go down the, the slide? Te- <laughs> yes. Then the these kids would come out after, when they went around the slide, they would get cut on the people's teeth that was, okay, so... Kids would go on it. Their teeth would get stuck in the slide because it gets knocked out. And then the kids go in after them getting, and they would get cut by those teeth. Oh, that was stuck oh in the God. inside of the. <laughs> so you might, I'll, I'll let you finish about this slide. I, I got okay. a question about it though. Okay. So, uh, the people, okay. Teeth. So Yes. So this is just people testing it, and they still opened it. They're like, that's good enough. They also had, they ended up putting a latch at the top of the loop so that they could get people out if they got stuck at the top of the loop. That was my question. Was anybody get stuck? (laughs) So so in the latch, they were able to actually remove the human teeth from the pad and then add more padding, and then they just opened it up to the public. They're like, this is good. Um, (laughs) that's enough test runs okay so it was was that your question yes uh, how many people got stuck in this thing i just oh my gosh if i went on it i can't quit looking at it (laughs) if i got stuck at the top what the heck kind of water is that in is it like in a lake is it like in a spring that they're i i thought it was a shallow pool it looks like a freaking sewage pond or something. I know. So, um, another part of the park was Motor World. It was the only section. Oh, gosh. Of the, I know. It was the only section of the park that didn't have any facil- uh, fatalities, um, although that was not for the lack of trying. It was oh, located. Oh, my God. I know it was located on the other side of a major highway and it was accessed by bridges. Um, This is where many of the park's bars and resorts and their brewery was set. It was multiple bars and a brewery on action park campus. So they had, that's pretty cool. I mean, all places (laughs) mixing all of it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, should we encourage mixing all of this action (laughs) <laughs> so you need some um, action fuel in the evening the mood of action park shifted from drunken fun and in the sun with water to drunken fun and behind a wheel um the go-karts would race around a loop at the speed of 20 miles an hour which isn't bad but over the years many visitors recall the governors that restricted how fast the cars could go were eventually removed Oh. So there was no restrictions on speed. Okay. <laughs> um, employees allowing the cars to reach speed close to 50 to 60 miles an hour. And mind you, Brie, they're not wearing 50 helmets. to 60 miles an hour for a go-kart? For a well, go-kart. yeah, that's not, that's not 
unusual, but holy shit. That's, I mean, in a regulated area. Yeah, yeah. Usually they don't go over like, usually it's like 15, 20. Yeah, you're not wearing a helmet. It's open. It's not like it's enclosed like a car. And Um, you're probably not wearing a seatbelt. No. And there is also Lola, Lola cars, which were made to mimic Grand Prix cars. They were miniature and had open cockpits. And many of the now drunken visitors would often ignore the track boundaries and instead just decide to drive wherever they wanted to. <laughs> I need another beer. Because, because why not? <laughs> drive through. <laughs> So there was one story of a man who actually left the park and drove his go-kart down the highway that separated the two sections of the park, um, down highway 94 that ran through the, uh, that ran through the park motor world also had speedboat racing and bumper boats and things they referred to as action tanks. Oh, that's what's up. That sounds like fun, though. That does. <laughs> um, but they were miniature re- replicas of at- military tanks that would shoot tennis balls. The tanks <laughs> had... <laughs> I'm so glad you're enjoying this story. I love it so much. <laughs> Um, so they would shoot tennis balls the tanks had targets and if you hit one it would send the tank spinning in circles it was basically like like laser tag with tiny tanks but, but those the guests would abuse this rights as well and shoot the balls at other guests and workers yes <laughs> even recalled a time where a guest set his tennis balls on fire oh my God. using gas that was used for the tanks and he was shooting them at other drivers on purpose yeah. <laughs> the oh man was obviously God. removed from the park and no serious injuries <laughs> were reported so at the top of alpine slide that i've told you back at where you would get on the alpine slide the lift yes uh yeah um on top of alpine slide there was a cabin up there and that's where um that kind of like sat away from the ride a little bit and it was a cabin for the employees which is nice like you know like a break room break room Um, yeah there were that's where they put their personal items um they had lockers in there that a little couch it was like you know a nice little break room but what ended up happening was these workers were teenagers and had zero supervision because Mulvihill was like around the park either walking and meeting people or in his office doing bookkeeping he literally did not care what these employees did um nothing was enforced he didn't hold these kids to any standards so a lot of them weren't even at their posts oh my gosh they were just chilling yeah and they would just be like in the shack like having sex or doing drugs doing drugs sleeping their shift away you know (laughs) and getting paid for it he didn't care he was like oh whatever like i'm cool dad (laughs) 
Um, so Action Park was famous for underreporting their injuries. He failed to even report um, a death of George Larson Jr. He was a young man who fell off the Alpine slide um, in a crazy turn and hit his head on a rock. Oh, my gosh. And when Mulvihill was confronted about Larson's death, he said he didn't tell the court because Larson was an employee. And the funny thing is, is that he actually wasn't an employee. Larson had worked at the ski resort before he switched it to a water park um, the summer before his death. And he only worked for a couple days. So he wasn't an employee when he died. Oh, my gosh. I know. At one point, the town of Vernon told Mulvihill that he had to purchase an ambulance. Get this. They said, Mulvihill, you need to purchase your own ambulance because our <laughs> county only has two ambulances. Oh, my God. And they're always being used. <laughs> for, they're literally constantly being used for your incidents. And oh my gosh. you can't address the other incidents around <laughs> the county because of you. That is bad. <laughs> being told like the residents were like please get your own come like, on dude mother, take care of your crap <laughs> so eventually action park was being buried under so many personal injury lawsuits that no one wanted to insure them anymore so what would you do brie shut down change yeah, things thousand percent change the way you are no <laughs> mobile hill was like nah i got this so he made up a fake insurance company off of like <gasps> some little island off the coast of whatever and used the establishment to embezzle money he was eventually arrested and pleaded guilty to multiple counts of fraud theft embezzlement resulting him in temporarily having to surrender control of the park what i know what just a fake company like whatever <laughs> <laughs> this is my um do you know I how long you. how long he was able to do that for only just a little bit okay so uh, he didn't get away with it for too long no uh but i wish i wrote down what the name of it was because if i were to make up an insurance company i would name it i got you bae <laughs> insurance <laughs> i got you bae <laughs> i love so, that um so with all the criminal activity being brought to light numerous lawsuits piling up the park and in and eventually shut down for good in the summer of 1996 and the company was declared bankrupt leading it to the sale in 1998 it brought by it was bought by owners of a competing work water park and was revamped as a mountain creek park with many of the dangerous rides obviously torn down <laughs> and then in 2010 mulva hill was able to buy the park back again which i oh don't oh my gosh why i thought he, oh my gosh uh he died two years later in 2012 though um, the family shortly revived Action Park, but the nostalgia was short-lived and underwhelming, embraced by the community. <laughs> um, obviously, the company again was sold and has been operating since 2016 as Mountain Creek Water Park and is now home of the notorious Zero-G Water Slide, uh, which I did not look into. I don't know why like I did it. a lazy river? <laughs> 
The resort's website describes the zero-G experience as follows. Quote, you're accelerating down the world's tallest double-loop thrill slide. It's the closest you'll get to feeling zero gravity at Mountain Creek. Zero-G is a must-ride. The park also boasts of its highly trained staff and stern safety standards. It has torn down and improved many of the old attractions, and it doesn't seem to give off the same as your you're at your own risk appeal as the old action park. So people feel a little safer safer now at Mountain Creek. I, wow. And that is action park. You have to, I I, I really want to watch this as soon as I'm done with this. (laughs) I have watched this documentary the most out of every documentary. (laughs) It sounds hilarious. It sounds so ridiculous, but it's like a train wreck. Like you can't like not look away. It's like, oh my god, what is he gonna do now? Like, (laughs) but like, do you think that as soon as they started like making this new water park, like people who originally went to Action Park were just like, oh, this this place is for babies. We're not going here. This this is an Action Park. (laughs) Probably, I would. Like, son, here. There used to be a slide that went upside down, and I got caught in it three times. Three it was the best summer of my life. That's not even all the rights that I, I that they cover in the documentary. It's just, <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. I love that story so much. That was great. <laughs> so Thank you, you for sharing it. that. I've been waiting. Like this was planned. Is this the one that you've been talking about? One of them, yeah. Uh, Miss Frizzle, true crime. So mine has been a story that I've been literally looking out, looking at since we first started the podcast. Um, I just, I didn't do it because it seemed like it was, it wasn't enough. And I guess I just didn't look into it enough. There's a lot on it. So, and I wasn't a hundred percent sure on it. So, Um, but I'm going to tell you about the bell, Witch. The the Bell Witch in Tennessee. Um, So first off, this is kind of a legend, kind of, well, kind of a legend, very loosely kind of like a legend, but more so like the most oldest documented ghost case in history, or at least in American history. What? So, um, yeah, it's like the most documented for the time that it was in. It was okay. in the 19th century. So, okay. Isn't that like just a century ago? It's like in the 1800s. Okay. Because we're in the 21st century, so the 20s. Yeah. I don't know. It's anything. very confusing. I don't know anything either. So, <laughs> um, in 1804, with the Bell, it begins with the Bell family. Um, okay. Farmer. Farmer John Bell, his wife Lucy, and their children, uh, Betsy and John Jr., but I think there's more kids. I saw something about a a Richard in there, but I'm not sure. Okay. You think what? My name today is Lucy Goosey. It's Lucky Goosey. I meant for it to be Lucy. (laughs) It's Lucky Goosey. (laughs) She's so lucky. I want to read that. (laughs) Me too. I want, I'm going to wait until it's on Audible, though. <laughs> <laughs> is it not on Audible yet? I don't know. I wonder if she's going to narrate it. Oh, also, oh, so cool. I also want to read the um, uh, 
Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Yes. Rip Matthew Perry. I'm so sad about him. I really am. I've been drinking out of my friend's coffee cups all week in memory of him. I'm so sad. <laughs> he know. was he was the funniest one of them all and the happiest one. Although he had a lot of problems, but there's a lot of like weird conspiracies coming out about it right now. I'm sure you've possibly seen just like it's weird. Anyway, look it up okay. if you want to. I will. Okay. Anyway, so blah 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 blah. So yeah, there it it started with their family, the Bells. Um, I'm not sure if they had other kids. I want to say they did, but uh-huh. I I didn't get too many names. Who knows? Who knows? So they moved from North Carolina to Robertson County. Adams, Tennessee, where he purchased 320 acres of farmland along the Red River. Um, and okay. evidently, he built their home, their, their cabin home there out of, like, trees that he had cut down on the property. So okay. everything was theirs. They farmed. They did good. They were very successful in farming and whatnot, especially for, like, 13 years um, until the summer of 1817. Um when John Bell was out on a walk, he came mm-hmm. and the story is all like, that's why I say legend because like all the stories are like a little bit different. It just depends on where you heard it from, where you've read it. And yeah. Right. So he was out on a walk and he came across a dog rabbit like creature. Um, Don't like and that. he had his gun on him. So he attempted to shoot it and it quickly just like disappeared. So he's like, oh, well, you know, it's gone. So, yeah, it was like a really tiny head and a big body, apparently. So I don't know. Sounds like a pit bull. Hmm. Actually, pit bulls have fat heads. They do. Um, Have you seen Dakota? It was was just a new breed of dog that they hadn't heard of yet. Probably. (laughs) Um. The family began to hear noises at night, which first started outside from what I gathered, but then kind of like moved its way inside the home. Sounds included knocking, sounds of rats gnawing on furniture, chains dragging, sounds of stones dropping, and gulping and choking noises. Um, Upon investigation... It wasn't just somebody that was going... I hate you. <laughs> you know, they probably should have checked with everybody. <laughs> anyway, um, so with the gnawing on the furniture and all these other things, um, like upon investigation, like they wouldn't see any evidence of any of these noises, no stones, no dragging of chains, no uh bite marks or tooth marks on any of their furniture and they had no like rodents in the home uh-huh. uh, other nights they would hear dogs growling and wings flapping inside the home with no idea where it would come from Ew, no and soon these disturbances turned into physical attacks so Three. the family was struck uh, pinched, scratched, grabbed, uh, hair pulled, blankets ripped off the family, and more. Um, wow. John and his daughter, Betsy, received the most abuse. Betsy would wake up screaming from being punched or complaints of pins and needles on her skin. And she would have pin, uh, bruises and marks and welts all over her from it, from just an unseen force. Yeah. Um, a lot of the family members, members of the family were tormented, but it seems... Um, 
the mother, uh, Lucy, and the son, John Jr., didn't get any abuse that much. Um, Interesting. The spirit seemed to have compassion towards the mother. Like it was um, a mother itself? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, soon word got out about this haunting because it just like continued to go on and they had no evidence and they were trying to keep it hush hush, but it just like started like getting out. Small town. Everybody talks. Yeah. So people wanted to see it for themselves and try to communicate with what was going on. And at first, uh, whatever was in the home would respond to their questions by like knocking or rapping on the walls. Right. Um, and then it like grew into like a whispery, faint voice. And then finally a clear woman's voice would come through. Oh. Um, sometimes they would get insults, threats. Um, but other times it would answer very specific questions and eventually John would like even have full on conversations with it. He even asked like who or what it was, um, he was talking to and it responded by saying, I am a spirit. I once was very happy, but I have been disturbed and made unhappy. Um, in a letter dated back to June 6th, 1819 stated there was no angel. It was a demon in the house. Folks sat in the room reading the Bible to wait on the witch ghost. So now who is the bell witch? I don't know. And why are we assuming she's a witch? Yeah. <laughs> or this is a witch. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, well, can I guess, can I guess why? Go because for it. she, she was smart and she had opinions and ding, she ding, to ding, do ding, her ding, 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 ding. She knew algebra. <laughs> oh, snap. I knew it. <laughs> she knew how to do other things than make sandwiches. <laughs> uh, we saw her elbow once. It was wild. Oh, my. Dirty. Not her, not her ankles. <laughs> Look at uh, me. <laughs> Whoa, you're a witch. <laughs> um,. A woman named Mary Catherine Batts, a.k.a. Kate Batts, was believed by many to be behind all of this. While alive, she was often mocked by others for her use of improper words and strange ways. So oh, Lord. they assumed, as everyone would assume back then, and said she was a witch. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start this, saying that. Yeah, you're people. a witch. You're a witch. <laughs> Every time they're like too smart for me. <laughs> you better be careful because people are going to think you're saying you're a bitch. That's true. You're such you're, a witch. You're such, I do say that at work instead of the B word. I'm like, what a they're witch. They're like, that bitch. <laughs> All right. So the spirit, um, so they assumed it was her. And in some of the stories that I read, it said that she was Kate Batts, but I don't. I don't know that for sure. It was like on and off on what it would say. Okay. Um, the spirit would also sing hymns and quote the Bible. On one occasion, she perfectly recited the sermon of a uh, reverend while another sermon was going on across town, like 12 miles apart by another reverend. And she was like quoting both of them and she wasn't even there, which was what? weird. Um, so she, it was really intelligent. Um, 
the family's enslaved worker and even some neighbors and friends reported having experiences. The enslaved worker reported encounters with a dog-like creature that sometimes had two heads, which led him to carrying around a witch ball, which his wife made him bring around to protect him. She was like, all right. Is that like the monsters under the bed spray bottle? (laughs) It's like, yeah, get away. (laughs) Get off of there. It's like you and the cats. <laughs> no, yeah. a witch ball is like a glass, um, like a glass ball. I think you put out like the moon. We learned about it from someone. Um, you put it out when like the moon is full or something, and it's supposed to be like strong and absorb uh, bad energies. Yeah, yeah. And like take evil spirits. Okay. Um, a family friend named William Porter claimed the witch climbed into bed with him, <laughs> allowing yes, him. I know, allowing him the opportunity to seize the spirit in the bedclothes and attempt to throw it into the fire, but it was too heavy. I'm guessing that is like another word for like the blankets and the comforter. Oh, I was like, thinking just, pajamas. I must, he's not going to take off his pajamas and like wrap his the spirit in his pajamas. So like, let's get That's naked. True. Like, why not just grab the blanket you're in? <laughs> it's the you bed's clothes. Makes sense. <laughs> so he attempted to throw it into the fire, but he claimed he failed because it was too heavy and smelly. It the smell okay. was bad. It was um, from his bed clothes. It's a pretty bad excuse there, um, William. Wow. What what a pathetic excuse. Like, maybe you should go lift some weights or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, the family kind of just, like, lived with it, and they got used to it. Um, okay. But Betsy, the daughter, was tortured so badly that she became prone to, like, fainting spells and smothering sensation and was just, like, downright exhausted all the time. Poor thing. She, she even put off marriage to her childhood sweetheart, Joshua Gardner, out of fear that the spirit would, like, retaliate. Um, That's weird. In an incident, was she, she just... like, what, 10? <laughs> probably. She was probably, like, 10. <laughs> In an incident, <laughs> she described the spirit was filling her mind with horror and causing her to become so nervous her parents would often send her to the neighbor's home to rest for the night. Oh, the first wow. night away was spent with a thiny thorn. I don't know how what kind of name that is, but autocorrect did not like it. And right. when they retired, they came there came a loud knocking on the outside door, which seemed to fly open and a great gust of wind was felt. Oh, Feeny sprang up at once and lit a candle and to our surprise the door was not to this to their surprise the door was not open. So no door opened, but they felt this big gust of wind like the door opened. Then a voice spoke softly, Betsy, you should not have come over here. You know I can follow you anywhere. Now get a good (gasps) night's sleep. It's like literally toying with them. Yeah. Then a soft hand then patted her cheek and the voice again assured them that we wouldn't be disturbed any more that night. Like, okay, thanks for, thanks thanks for giving us the heads up. I'll put it in my calendar. On other occasions, Betsy began to see a girl in a green dress swinging from a tree branch by her hands, then disappearing into thin air. Don't like that. Um, So, so many more things happened from what they're 
they would talk about. But um, all this eventually caught up with John, the father. Uh Um, He became ill and he was cared for by his son, John Jr. Um, On December 19th, 1820, when John Jr. went to get his father's medicine because his dad couldn't leave the bed, he found two of the three vials of their medicine were missing. And the one that was remaining was partially filled with a dark, smoky-looking liquid in it. He then (gasps) heard the witch say, it's useless for you to relieve old Jack, because that's what she would call the dad. I have got him this time. He will never get up from that bed again, she claimed. She'd never, she'd already given him some that night prior, and he would never get up again. John Jr. took the vial and threw it into the fire, and a blue flame blasted from it. (gasps) The next day, the dad passed, and during the funeral, the witch disrupted it by singing drinking songs. And just one be, just being. Beer on the wall, one <laughs> of beer, take one down, around, I was thinking more of like Sweet Caroline. <laughs> ba, ba, Sweet ba. Caroline. Ba, ba. <laughs> Everyone do shot, 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 Everybody. Supposedly, the witch remained at the home until the spring of 1821 when she said she would leave but return seven years later. True to her word, the remaining family, Lucy, Richard Williams, and Joel, I'm not sure who all these people are, see, um, claimed that she did in fact return seven years later in February of 1828 and harassed them like she would before. Then she disappeared again, saying that she would return and haunt the descendants in (gasps) in, in 1935. And um, if she did return, I don't think it was anything big because nothing big was reported, but I'm not sure. So we're going to get on to some extra things. Andrew Jackson, you know, one of our past presidents, and he's also on the... I never learned the president. Is he on the $20 bill? I don't so know. $50 bill? $50 bill? Is he on the 50? This I can't remember. This is not a history podcast. I think he's on the 20 or the 50. Anyway. I have no idea. What did he even do? So, he was a president, dude. And a general. I didn't... Yeah. Anyway. It's okay. I don't know so, anything about So, this is not a history podcast, guys. We don't know anything. Uh, legend has it that Andrew Jackson <laughs> owned property on the Red River and desired to visit the Bell Farm after hearing all the stories. Whoa. One of his wagons, while on his way, one of his wagons became struck by an unseen force and could what? not be moved. Despite whipping the horses and examining the wheels, having it pushed by the men and his party, it would not move. He said, by the eternal boys, this is the witch. And the witch responded, All right, General, let the wagon move on. I will see you again tonight. Okay, and so <gasps> I say all these quotes. I don't know if this is actual things that were said because there were so many things that were made from this story. So, you know, guys, don't quote me on anything. Anyway. Oh, like a movie and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, the wagon then started, the wagon was then able to go on its own, and they continued to ride. That evening, they, all right, General, I'll see you again later. That's so creepy. (laughs) Um, That evening, they set up camp, 
and a self-proclaimed witch hunter had came and he said that he had a silver bullet and told them tales of hunting witches and was like talking all these big fish stories and trying to sound all cool and stuff and jackson was like okay buddy whatever and he's like why a silver bullet she's not a werewolf (laughs) i know werewolf right (laughs) i know that's what I'm saying. She's so, a human. <laughs> she, I thought you were going to say she's a He-Man woman hater. <laughs> <laughs> she's a He-Man woman hater. <laughs> I um, that movie so much. I love that movie. Um, so Jackson wasn't falling for this shit. He was like, okay, witch, if there's actually something going on, you need to scare this guy and show him, like, who's boss. So after so he did that. He wanted to see this witch and, like, I don't know. What now he, he's, like, were. trying to tag he's team like, with the witch, yeah. trying to scare yeah. the shit out of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so things grew silent. I love that energy. And. After the silence, a sound of light footsteps started prancing on the ground and a voice that said, all right, general, I am on hand and ready for business. The witch bade the hunter to shoot his gun. (laughs) She, She tried to get the hunter to shoot his gun, but nothing fired. Then he was struck by an unseen force and he was grabbed by the nose and fled his tent. The witch said, I guess that's enough fun for tonight, General. You can go to bed now. I will come tomorrow night and show you another rascal in this crowd. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, I don't think I, I would be willing to put money that this did not actually. These are not actually word for word. But, but I you know, really like them. I'm going to tell She's you about so it. so sassy. That's why I'm saying this is a legend. Okay. Okay. So. Jackson didn't return to that next night. I think he had other plans, so he wanted to, but he, you know, he was busy. So he was also the president um, of the United States, apparently. Sorry, <laughs> I don't think he was at the time. He oh, was a general. That makes more sense <laughs> because I was like, "Why is this like president just He's going like, camping get in on this?" Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, he at the time lived there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, man, there's like, he's got, he's so busy, and he's yeah. like, I need. He to just check made time for this. this. This guy must be like a huge paranormal enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, true, I think so. Um, so there are some theories. Um, a lot of this is, like I said, legend, but according to a rumor earlier on. Um, before the family moved in to their new to their new home, the Bell family, um, uh-huh. the brother of Kate Batts, Frederick Batts, had a dispute with John Bell over the sale of a slave. I saw something else about sale over land too, um, yeah. and this led to like a huge quarrel between Kate and John. So the witch was created to get revenge on John Bell. However, Kate bats like actually she i believe she outlived john she died in like 1847 so like how if she's still alive like i don't know like how is her ghost haunting them but at the same time like she could also be like really dark magic and like sin and shit over there i don't know 
All right. Um, another theory is that there is some belief that two individuals were plotting to kill John and created the witch phenomena as a distraction. Um, no. And like, who could these this individual be? It will, some people say it was Lucy, the wife, because she was one of the ones that wasn't messed with. Also, um, I forgot to mention, she so much wasn't messed with that like when she was sick, the witch or the spirit would like sing to her to like make her feel better yeah oh would like sing nicely to her yeah i know like what the fuck why are you being so mean to my kids but you're being so nice to me i don't know maybe maybe the mom secretly knew algebra also but knew she would be called a witch (laughs) and so she's like i know your secret (laughs) you're my sister sisters um but if she was the culprit why would she be torturing her own kids so and for that long no um no 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 no, no. i don't i don't know yeah yeah i know i know yeah i don't think so either but that's one of the theories and that was one of my things to go against it like why would she be torturing her own children if she was that's just one of the theories and sorry 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 sorry. yes yes, yeah you're good the debunker things um so another theory is others believed cat Kate Bates, keep on wanting to say Kathy Bates, was a powerful witch and summoned a demon to torment the family after John took advantage of of her family. Also, apparently the home was built over a Native Native American burial (gasps) ground, which fueled demons, fuels demons presence. And like he built the home out of like trees around there too. So like there's that. So I feel like that one's know. probably the most likely. Um, probably. Lastly, and probably the least likely, Betsy's soon-to-be husband, Richard Powell, she ended up not marrying that gardener guy, um, was so smitten with Betsy that he created the witch to keep her from marrying Joshua Gardner. And Richard was a highly educated man who could have easily manipulated people into scaring the family, but that doesn't explain the family being, like, touched or beaten by an unseen yeah. force. So, yeah, that's just... Also- yeah. I'm wondering if she's thankful that she put it off the marriage. Maybe, maybe it was her childhood, but it was her childhood, like sweetheart. So sweet. Clearly not. Just just wasn't meant to be, I guess. Well, chances are what actually happened was that the, the um, other guy had more goats to give to the family. Probably. You're right. Such a weird time. (laughs) All right. So the Bell Witch is one of the only hauntings to be investigated by the U.S. government. I don't know how true that is right now, but I know they said that in Ghost Adventures. So I'm going to stick with it. Also, where the home used to be, there's also um, a cave there. They call it the Bell Witch (gasps) Cave. And that's where a lot of crap still goes down. So Because they've moved... They've moved the original house to somewhere, or they they moved the I think it got torn down, and then they built a replica and have like stuff from the old one in it. Okay. So, um, when you go there, uh, it's common to hear voices on the property or in the cave. Orbs have been seen. Um, obviously, technical malfunctions on equipment. Um, when touring the cave, visitors are told not to take anything or bring anything out due to terrible things happening. Yeah. One man allegedly took a rock and three days later, his, he lost his wife, job <gasps> and home. Oh my 
on I know she she won't play around she wanted that rock on coast adventures and it's a limestone cave too it's a limestone cave um on ghost adventures upon entering the cave one of the mics picked up a voice saying saying what sounded like listen to me (gasps) um also while they were in the cave a rock was thrown they had um someone with them it was like a descendant i believe of the guy who tried to set the witch on fire so they were like if anybody's going to be mad if this witch is going to be mad at anyone it's going to be this guy because he's a descendant of the guy that tried to kill her so they brought him with them (laughs) he was fine to go and he kept on getting rocks thrown at him and like more and more rocks kept on getting thrown and then like eventually his audio picked up some kind of grunting noise (laughs) (laughs) just throwing all the rocks (laughs) (laughs) um on the thermal uh aaron was uh like meditating i guess and trying to like come one with the cave and the story and they saw like this blue mass around him and it looked like a head with two horns <gasps> um on the show they described hearing on um, one of the shows that i watched they described hearing like a you could hear cackles in the woods oh, and no. also people i guess see weird animals and just strange things there so nope um like that. as of today in I believe in 1934, a journalist of Central Press reported that many were superstitious and worried that the Belf witch would return. Four months later, the residents described a series of eerie incidents from strange noises to um, from the bell cave and a mysterious emptied corn sack, blackouts, and broken beds, scattered feathers from unknown chickens, and locals assumed that it was the bell witch. Um, which I said earlier that she said she would come back in 1935 now that I'm thinking about it. And I said that Uh I don't think anything was reported, but I think this was around then. Um, so this was eventually, this whole story was eventually adapted into like a show on the radio station titled Bell Witch of Tennessee. Um, a special 40 minute dramatization with over 40 voice actors and musicians, um, then a story was publicized in the Coronet magazine, um, and it was titled America's Number One Ghost Story, The Bell Witch. There was a play made after it that what? was on stage. I mean, there's been TV shows, stories, investigations with it. It's just a very big haunting Um As of 2023, The Bell Witch Cave has offering... <sighs> public paranormal tours i believe it's like 20 dollars a person where you go in like the cave and you can do like paranormal investigations yeah and you can also go to the replica of the cabin and uh that is the bell witch story i hate it brie (laughs) i hate it i haven't told a witch one in a long time that was good and i was like ooh, yeah thanks oh that was a good one i liked that one Thanks, buddy. It was a fun okay. one. I was like, ooh, lots of juice. Okay, so I already sent this to you because I know I always forget to send them to you. So this is a screenshot of, like, someone texting something. And it says, so the neighbor just sent my dad a message on Facebook 
and it is a screenshot of the text messages and it says thank you y'all i am tired and then it says i'm tired of being scared of whatever is in your kid's creepy window and they showed a picture of what's in his window and it's a cut out of jason jensen ackles from supernatural <laughs> I sent it but to also you, you see like a, a grown man like just in like the cutout of them in someone's window that's yeah. creepy <laughs> i hate that <laughs> oh man all right so thank you for listening guys that yeah was re- thanks really nice guys thanks for listening this is so yeah. nice of you um you know you should listen to the rest of the episodes again after this yeah hey, right after also- this break you should also uh, leave us a review on Amazon, or not Amazon, on Apple Tunes. Apple Tunes? <laughs> what is it called? Apple. iTunes. Apple. Just Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. And then also Spotify. Um, Spotify. <laughs> your mom. I just realized our, your mom has left us so many messages on Spotify. <laughs> messages yeah like she comments she comments she's commented on all the episodes and she's like great job good job got your dad has too and then like one of them the one that said sorry candy she said i'm not sure why <laughs> that was her comment or something like do, that I didn't yeah i didn't either and we were getting emails and i'm like what is this email about and i looked it up and i signed us into spotify because we have a spotify account yeah <laughs> so yeah you guys can leave us comments on our episodes that would make yeah. our day and you know maybe we'll throw them out there and, also you know, send in your stories Send in your stories. Uh, you could, res- like, you know how I ask Brie a question every episode. You could respond to your answer on there. Yeah. Or you can ask us a question about yeah. something about us or the podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we're going to get, so have you checked in on the neighbors? <laughs> What's with the neighbors? <laughs> Brie and Amy. I'm not a neighbor. <laughs> I'm not a neighbor anymore. <laughs> Bree and Amy, no. sorry. Out? Out, I'm so them. So off. What's with the neighbors? I'm Charlie from North Pole, Alaska. I want to tell you a scary story. Once upon a time, it was a dark night and rainy and thunder and lightning. And there was um, uh, 20 kids sleeping in their beds. And one mom, one dad... Um, and then there was a ghost in it, but it kind of was seen. And then there was a pumpkin and a bat and a vampire and a mummy and a witch in it. But they were sweet also. But they, some of them did um, sneak out night. And then they woke up the kids. And then they almost, they're going to get the kids. And the witch is going to give them a special drink. And she's going to poison them. (laughs) the end. Say hi to your cats for us. Do you want to say hi? 
you don't want to say hi. Good job. Say hi. 